Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. Ahead on NBA Today, both Giannis and LeBron left the All-Star game early. We've got updates on their health shortly. Plus, Mac McClung, Dame Dollar, the All-Star draft, Jason Tatum, Spida. We've got to break down the highlights of the weekend, too. And, of course, that includes yours truly and the show that I might have put on Friday night. A fresh episode of NBA Today starts now. We start today's show with a developing story out of uh, out of right here in Los Angeles where Russell Westbrook will be staying for the remainder of the season as a Clipper. Our Adrian Wojnarowski reports that as soon as Westbrook and the Jazz complete a buyout of the remaining $47 million, he will sign with L.A. The Bulls, the Wizards, and the Heat were also interested in signing Westbrook. Now, this season hasn't panned out in the ways that we've been used to, but he has still been very productive in his time on the court this season. Westbrook has been one of the better players off the bench this season and could could provide the spark that the Clippers need. And with that, welcome to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. I'm Richard Jefferson, in from Malika Andrews, and I'm joined with Tristan Thompson, Danny Green, Ramona Shelburne, and the man behind the report that changed the entirety of our show, Adrian <laughs> Wojnarowski. So, Woj, I want to ask you, how did Russ become a Clipper? Hey guys, a lot of conversations between the Clippers front office and coaching staff and Russell Westbrook his agent, Jeff Schwartz, over the last several days, I think really digging down with Westbrook about uh, how he would accept a role with the Clippers, what they want out of him, which is playmaking, rebounding from the guard position, and certainly the the intensity he brings. They want him to be a more efficient player. And, but they were convinced, and I think think Ty Lue and certainly Paul George, who we played with in Oklahoma City, uh, these were proponents of it. Uh, but I think Russell Westbrook really sold the Clippers over the last several days uh, about his desire to play there, about his desire to win there, and to be part of a team uh, that still has championship aspirations. The Bulls were in there. The Wizards were in there. The Heat to an extent. I think, But Russell Westbrook seeing the opportunity here. And if you're Russell Westbrook, this is a chance not just to play and, and try to compete to get deep into playoffs this year, but to set you up for the summer to create some more interest in your free agency. Obviously, he does the buyout. He signs with the Clippers now for the rest of the season. Well, how do they plan to use him? Is this a, we're going to bring him off the bench like he was in L.A.? Is there a chance for him to be the starting point guard? Was any of that discussed in this, you know, kind of time discussing it with the Lakers or with the Clippers, excuse me? Yeah, there's an opportunity for Russell Westbrook to start for this Clipper team. Remember, they, at the trade deadline, they moved out Reggie Jackson. They moved out. John Wall, uh, you know, Bones Highland, more of a combo guard they brought in uh, from Denver. But I think the opportunity is there for him to start on this team. Um, But, listen, he'll get in with the team this week. 
you know, they start their sprint here to the end. Uh, but again, I think Ty Lue and Russell Westbrook, a lot of real uh, serious conversations this week. Um, and I think, again, the Clippers have a very specific vision of what they want out of Russell Westbrook. They were convinced, uh, he convinced them uh, that, that he's going to fulfill that vision for them, play in a way that they want him to play. And, and I know he's excited for a chance to stay in L.A. and, again, uh, be on a, a Clipper team that has, be, that has been healthy. Kawhi Leonard has played uh, incredible basketball, really, over yep. the last several weeks. And this is a team that certainly, you look what they did at the trade deadline, uh, I think they have an opportunity here uh, to keep climbing in the West. And if they're healthy, certainly make a run in the Western playoffs. Well, that's going to be, that's going to be interesting. That's a lot. Now, Tristan, I'm going to start with you. The, the Clippers have won 10 of 14 going into the All-Star break, and now they're adding Russell Westbrook. Tell me, do you think that he fits with what they're trying to do? Most definitely. I think he fits with this team because him and with the Lakers, the expectation was a big three championship robust. For Russ, he's in a different space now. You know, he's not the player from OKC, and that, that, that happens with over time, you know. I think for him, coming to this Clippers team being part of a big two and being a supporting cast, being a role player, and, and you know, Woj, you said he might start, but even off the bench, him being a firecracker. And I actually sent him a text this morning. I said, Russ, great decision. You know, I'm happy for you. And he said, Brody, I'm excited. I'm ready to work. And, and I think being with the Lakers, and Danny, you've been on that team, mm-hmm. there's a lot of pressure wearing the purple and gold. Yeah. This, is, this is the Lakers town. For him with the Clippers, he's going to be able to just play free basketball. And, you know, with Coach Teron Liu and um, RJ, you've played with him. T. Lou's going to be the first guy to come in the locker room and say, Russ, just play basketball. Have fun. Have fun and just get back to being who you are. Don't worry about the pressure. We'll fix all the kinks. Just go play basketball, and I think that's what he needs. So here's the thing. I've heard all that before, that he had these conversations with Darvin Ham at the beginning of the season. What's he laughing right? about, Dad? <laughs> he had conversations yeah. with LeBron and Anthony Davis, and they all think they're going to get on the same page. But this really is a situation where if you look at Russell Westbrook's skill set and you look at what the Clippers need, they have needed a point guard and somebody to give him a little more of an edge, somebody who can score like in that Reggie Jackson role from a couple of years ago when he gave them a couple of those great, great games in the playoffs. That's what Russell Westbrook can do for them if he's able to play the role that he wants. Now, it started off very poorly for the Lakers last year. This year, started off poorly again. He made an adjustment. Darvin had moved him to the second unit, and I thought he embraced that role for a while, but he still was not good in the fourth quarter. The Lakers were better with him off the floor in the fourth quarter. They were 5-1 and one in games that were close at the end when he was not on the floor. So how does he take that? How does he take that when, look, 9-13 and 13 with Westbrook in the game in, at, the end of, at the end of close games in the final three minutes? Six and two without him. So, so they were to, better without him on the floor. Now, so what happens if he's starting? If he's playing that that role, does how does he adjust in that spot? Does he play the role that uh, he obviously had a lot of conversation with Ty Lue about? Yeah, well, you know, some people might think that he is a, a three-quarter player and then eventually, you know, b- based off of how he plays, and I, we're going to ask you about that, but Westbrook joins his former t- uh, Thunder teammate, Paul George, on the Clippers. PG was asked over the weekend which player he wants to see a w- win a championship the most, and guess who it was? <laughs> Outside of myself, probably Russ. Russ, I think... Uh, you know, just as much as he's been through, um, as, as, as much, you know, they paint the picture of him. Uh, he is absolutely one of, the, one of the best dudes, one of the best people in the league. And um, 
you know, it, it'd be nice to see him get decorated. All right, now, Danny, you recently signed with the Cavs, so I know as, as a current player you can't say too much, uh -huh. but how do you feel like this adds to the Clippers' championships hopes? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't rocket science. So they needed a point guard, as Will said. He has familiarity with PG and Kawhi. They have a relationship yep. you know, with the Jordan brand when Kawhi was with Jordan before. Played well in OKC with Paul George. Uh, so they have a good chemistry. Um, I think that fourth quarter number will change, being with the Clippers for sure, uh, because... Like Tristan said, there's a lot less pressure on the Clippers side of it than wearing the, the yellow and purple, you know, the purple and gold. Um, so I, I think he'll be able to play more free. He's made that adjustment coming off the bench, which helped him a ton in a mindset stage where he can be a role player and, and fit in and, and not have to be a guy that has to carry the load. Uh, with having Paul George and Kawhi on your right and left side, it'll make it a lot easier for him as well. Um, they have a lot of they have a lot of firepower in that, that team. Their bench is loaded too. Norman Powell, um, Marcus Morris. So they have a, a lot of a lot of depth on that team and he said he doesn't have to carry the weight. He's not obligated to do as much uh, as he was with the Lakers. So I think he'll have a lot less pressure. Okay, when we're talking about Russell Westbrook. Yes, mm -hmm. there we go. Russell let's Westbrook get, loves pressure. Yes. I mean, well, I think you know him very well from, from just covering him in the league and other competitors in this league. Russell Westbrook loves that pressure. That's something he's looking for. Yeah, and I think too, remember, this is different than coming in with two years left, two years yeah. at 45 and $47 million left on your contract when you're coming in you know for the last 24 25 games of the season and then the playoffs uh, on a buyout veteran minimum you know I think it listen it gives the team options if it's not working out you can move off of it but I think there's I think there's some real belief with the Clippers that that he can help them and listen there, there is a you know, we talk about pressure there's immense pressure on this Clipper organization yep. with the investment they've made um, the, the the draft picks they've traded they're the ultimate win-now team in the league with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. And so I do think there's a lot of pressure, certainly around that organization, to win. And I think it says something about their belief in Westbrook um, that they're willing to bring him into it when they've been playing pretty well and they're starting to look like, hey, maybe this can be a team. I'm not sure they're a front-runner in the West, but I think they're going to be heard from in the postseason. Yeah, and I, look, if you look at Russ's numbers, he's shooting 42% from the field, 30% yeah. from three. Like, these are not necessarily numbers that you want on the, in the last two, three minutes of a game. So, in my opinion, there's a lot uh, less entitlement when you're when that 44 number isn't on your on your cap and it's 2.5 or or somewhere along that 47. because at, what, two, 47 excuse me because <laughs> a lot of players you could just get rid of them you know you have a blow up in a locker room if a player's making you know 1.5 million that's very different than 44 so sometimes your entitlement goes down when you look at your cap yeah. number and how much you're okay, making where's the Beyonce song when's when, when he going with that I look I, I, I don't purple karaoke yeah I, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a Beyonce fan no, I'm just joking. I love it. Yeah. He's coming with it. He's yeah. coming with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, be careful. Yeah. Clippers play the Lakers on April 5th right here on ESPN. Ooh. Maybe I'll be on the call. I'm volunteering right now. <laughs> Speaking of the Lakers, LeBron James left yesterday's All-Star game after hitting his hand on the rim, trying to block a layup. What are you doing? There's no defense there. LeBron scored 13 points and had four assists before leaving the game. Now, luckily we have Woj here. Ooh, those sting. That's why you don't – what are you doing, big fella? You don't block Shooting those shots. Too. Come on, Bron. What do you? And he might have just faked it just so he didn't have to play anymore. But, <laughs> Woj, I want to bring it out and ask you: Is there an update? Is there any more on his injury? Yeah, and he he said it last night. It's fine. There, there's nothing to worry about. I checked on it today. Was told the same thing that he's not expected to uh, miss any time with this. He should be ready to go 
when the Lakers start up this week. Okay, well, prior to the game, our Dave McMiniman asked LeBron what's at stake for him the remainder of this season. Take a listen. LeBron, how do you view uh, the 23 games remaining in the Lakers season in terms of the challenges that you've had in your career? Obviously, the, the goal everyone is stating to make the postseason. Um, it's 23 of the most important games of my career for a regular season. And uh, type of mindset that I, that I have and um, I hope the guys will have coming back off the break. The Lakers' path to the postseason is simple, but it isn't all that clear. They have 23 games left to jump the Thunder, the Jazz, the Trailblazers to make it to the play-in tournament and have a 54% chance of doing that. Overall, the Lakers have a 45% chance to make the playoffs at this moment. So we're going to come back out to the panel. We have three people, Ooh. including myself, that have won a championship with LeBron. Now, when he says, and we all know, like he's like the most goofy but also crazy serious yep. person. Yep. Mm -hmm. Danny, I want to start with you. When LeBron says that these are the 20-plus most important games of his, game, uh, of his career, do you believe him? What do you take from that sound? Uh, ultimately, my mind goes to that zero-dark-30 mode that he's <laughs> gone in, in the past where he gets off social media um, and doesn't tweet, doesn't you know, have Instagram posts, and he's just locked in. Uh, so I think he's, he's going to be in that mode. He's going to demand a lot of himself and his teammates. Uh, but I do think he takes it seriously because he knows that the window of opportunity for this group and him with the miles on his body is very slim and short. He has a short window of making this push. No, 100%. As practice starts tomorrow, he's going to be locked in. He's going to be focused. There's no time for games. There's no time for laughs. You guys all had your break. It's winning time now. It's winning time. And, and RJ, Danny, you guys know, LeBron usually waits till second half of the season to turn it up. So mm -hmm. the time is now. Playoff LeBron is activated right now. Well, the one thing for me is that we know that LeBron James is still one of the best players in the league. But when you're talking about zero dark 23, zero dark 30, <laughs> he started that when he was 28, 29. Yeah. <laughs> now our guy is 38. So to ask him, especially after all the usage that he had to do just to keep him within range, and he's finally got help, but it's just a matter of is there enough time for the Lakers? If you told me this was going to be the squad with 40 yeah. games left, the answer is yes. If you told me with 35, 30 games left, 20, 23 games, that is not yeah, well, a lot of work. The phrase I keep hearing when you talk to people around the Lakers is it's a short season now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Short season. The, the, we think of the all-star break and the trade deadline as some sort of halfway point. No, there's a quarter of this season left. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, a quarter, maybe a and, third. And you look at the teams in front of them, you're going to start to see teams start resting guys, you know, start looking at the draft lottery. You know, the Jazz were really, I want to say gutted, at the trade deadline, but they lost a lot. Yep. And so I think you start to see guys out of the lineup and, you know, the Jazz just playing the really young guys. So there's an opportunity for the Lakers to make up some ground and start moving up um, at least into, you know, into the play. And I'm not sure they get into the uh, seven or eight, but I think in that nine or ten spot, that's realistic. Yeah, and, and I see, my, for me, if they get into that spot, they could be potentially playing against a Golden State Warriors yeah. team. Like, think about Woo. that. If you're talking about a play-in with a Golden State Warriors defending champion, that could be a very, very difficult. And now, to Giannis. He injured his wrist on Thursday night versus the Bulls, but because he's Giannis, he still participated in All-Star Weekend, coaching the celeb game, drafting his own team yesterday, and he did score the first points of last night's game with the dunk before fouling and sitting out the rest of the game. Here's what Giannis said post the post game about his injury. Taking day by day, try to get healthy. Um, you know, obviously I had uh, the incident three days ago. I don't think it's uh, smart in any way to uh, 
you know, play a lot of minutes in the All-Star game. Uh, at the end of the day, obviously, you want to participate, you want to uh, run up and down, joke around, have some dunks, you know, uh, create some art. But at the end of the day, I feel like you got to also be mature. I have a lot of respect for Giannis because the minute he steps onto that court for one second, he gets all the bonuses. So I respect, I respect, I respect all <laughs> the, the Nike points. bonuses. He's like, I played not very much. If you don't play in the All-Star game, some of those bonuses go away. So I respect that by Giannis. But Woj, our Tim Bontemps reported that Giannis was heading to New York to get more tests done on his wrist. What can you tell us about his status? Yeah, there, there's obviously some concern here, and that's why he'll go see a specialist in New York today and Listen, this is a player who has shown an ability to play through injuries in a way, you know, very few others can and play at an extremely high level. Uh, but he's not going to New York to get a look at it if there's not some level of concern. I think they'll know more here in the next couple of days. They do for, further imaging and tests on it and get a sense of uh, how long, if at all, he's going to miss time here coming out of the break. All right, thank you, Woj. Still to come, Jason Tatum dropped a record-breaking 55 points in last night's game. But wait till you, you hear what Coach Mike Malone had to say after the game. Plus, Mac McClung, Big Mac, has become a household <laughs> name after his performance Saturday night. A full recap of the absolute show that he put on <laughs> Do Not Miss. And... We discussed the league's big recent trade trade demands involving star players. You are not going to want to miss what our crew has to say shortly. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. NBA Today is presented by Levi's. Celebrating 150 years of the 501 gene. It's time for Putting in Work presented by Upwork. Team Giannis and Team LeBron may have been putting in a little more work on the offense than the defense, but let's take a look back at what happened in last night's All-Star game. Giannis, little love. He was just going to play three seconds and get a quick dunk. That should kind of foreshadow what was going to happen in the future, but this is ridiculous. This dude's 38 years old, DG. Old T-Bag. 
still got it. Can you do that? No. I Could can't. you ever do that? Uh, at one point, maybe. At one point. Not like that, though. It didn't okay. look like that. <laughs> and then, look, again, obviously high-level defense here. <laughs> you got to join the dunk contest he's got, one time. He's got to join, join the dunk contest. I can do that, too. Nobody gives me the chance. <laughs> yeah, that's me. There, yeah, there's not a lot. And we're going to jump to the second quarter because, you know, those highlights were enough. But watch this. The rare time that somebody's yeah. playing defense. Leave it to LeBron to play some defense. Come on, my boy Shea. Come on, let me get the dunk. It's his first one. He wasn't playing no defense, and then the one time I try to get a dunk, he want to play defense. I got something for that next time. Yeah, see, he wanted to stick a little bit, but that was his problem. He tries to play a little yeah. defense, ends up hurting his hand. That's everyone's nightmare. But check out Dame Dalla from deep. Alliteration aside, that is just a beautiful shot. Man. Yeah, he, he, he actually practices those. Yes, he does. You don't get to shoot yeah. 40 footers if you're not practicing no. 45 From footers. From behind the yes. half court. Yeah, talk to him. We got, we got Batman. Batman. These like guys this. going one-on-one. You know that these guys have had some one-on-one -on -one competition to practice. After every practice, they do this. After every practice, they play one-on-one -on -one with each other for 30 minutes. Yeah, it wow. makes them better. Yeah, get each other better. Right. And we have Malika with Jason Tatum after the game. Jason, we know how much that Kobe Bryant means to you, and now you have an MVP award in his name. What does that mean? Uh, it's, it means the world. You know, like you just said, Kobe was my, my idol, my favorite player. Uh, the reason why I you know, fell in love with the game. And, you know, uh, I was in the first All-Star game when they renamed the MVP award after him. And, you know, ever since then, I had my eyes set on winning it one day. Uh, and I'm finally glad I got one. This is also history because it's the first time that Team LeBron has gone down. Do we have a little trash talking we can do now? Oh, uh, man, you know, no, no trash talking, right? That's my guy. He got a, uh, you know, all-time leading record, and they honored him today. Uh, he, he's, a, he's an old man now, so I'm, he can let us have this one. Oh, calling him an old man. Look, Jason Tatum set the all-star game wow. record with his double nickel on Saturday. Tatum is the first player in NBA history with a 50-point performance in a regular season game, playoff game, and all-star game. He also scored 50 in the play-in tournament game. Here's Team LeBron coach Mike Malone on the game itself. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be a part of a, a great weekend, great players, but that is the worst basketball game ever played. How do you fix it? Uh, I don't know if you can fix it. You know, I mean, I give Joel and B, Kyrie Irving, those guys were like competing. Joel was imploring some of the guys to play harder, to try to get some defense in, but um, no one got hurt. They put on a show for the fans, but that, that is a tough game to sit through, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> now, look, it wasn't the most competitive game, but was it the worst game ever? Tristan, I want to know, what was your biggest takeaway from watching the game last night? This is not the NBA Finals. This is not a playoff game. Mm -hmm. This is an all-star game. Coach Malone knows that. This is about for the fans. This is not a serious game. If you want to watch serious basketball, tune in in April, in May. Okay. It's about right now giving back to the fans, the people in Utah. They don't they only get an opportunity once in a lifetime to see all these stars and Hall of Famers on the court at the same time. Like, just enjoy the moment. Was it a good game, though? Like, if you were a fan and you paid $1,500 or something for that ticket, like, did you enjoy watching that? I think it's all about moments. Like, I love Luca being like, I, I could do that. I just, nobody gives me the chance. I mean, that's that's the stuff that people sure. come to see. Like, the LeBron dunk. Like, I, I could see the guys trying to create that. Everybody got into this, like, half-court shooting contest at the, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's kind of fun. But 
in this era where, I mean, people are trying to get through the season, whether the All-Star break is, can we get on a plane and get someplace nice for a couple of days? They already made the All-Star break longer because people flat out need a break. It just feels like maybe this needs to shift focus a little bit to where there actually can be a real break in the middle in the middle of the season. Well, I I feel like it's 185. When you see guys going from three-point line to three-point line yeah. and just yeah, that's bad basketball. They know bad basketball. These are the best players in the world, some of the greatest yeah. players that have ever picked up a basketball. They know what they're doing. They know how hard they want to go. None of that like 184 points in a regulation situation. They're there to put on a show. Like that type of play that you see from LeBron when you see the dunk. So if people want to see competitiveness or do you want to see 25 dunks from the best players in the world? Do you want to see the best players in the world shooting half-court shots? So while it is not perfect, I don't think it's a throwaway game. But, Danny, you knew a couple. Why are you smiling like that, bro? I mean, I, I love all the feedback you guys have given. I, I agree with wrestling the players. But as a fan of the game and when we grew up watching. Yes, agreed. We like the competitive side. So we got to find a happy medium somewhere. Yeah, the, the best All-Star game that I remember is watching the Magic Johnson All-Star game. That was as a kid. He came back. He yeah. was taking guys one-on-one, trying to win. He's hitting half-court shots. Even the, the MJ last one versus Kobe, everyone's trying to get their yeah. chance at him. I, I think the competitive side is good. But do you think there is a way? Do you think there's anything? I don't want to hear more money. I don't want to hear this. They've switched it up a million times. Is there anything that, that you see? That seems like the only way, the incentives. Um, that's when they started playing serious in the fourth quarter of certain of the games to Team LeBron, Team Giannis, to try to get a win. The incentives made them turn it up in the fourth quarter during those times. Uh, but if you have incentives for each quarter, I think you'll get more of a happy medium, more competitive game to where, I mean, obviously it won't be 100%, but, you know, 70%, 75% where the guys are actually playing a little bit of defense and it's not half-court shots where the fans get bored of it. And that's tough. For me, I think the biggest issue is when we're like, oh, he's the first person to score 50. It's like, well, it was a layup. It wasn't the same as it was in the 90s or the 80s, where even the early 2000s where it was more competitive. So we'll see what Adam Silver has to say about that. But still ahead on NBA Today, I'm about to ask Danny and Tristan their thoughts on trade demands. Have they gone too far as of late? Don't miss that. Plus, Mac McClung put on an absolute show on Saturday night. Is the dunk contest back? We'll pick our favorite of all of his jaw-dropping dunks. Do not miss that. Plus, even better than Mac was a little bit of a show that yours truly might have put on Friday night. I rapped, uh, I played, dunk. I yeah. conquered the best of yours truly and the spectacular show that I put on for Salt Lake City. Stay tuned. You, you brought it. I brought it? Okay. Listen, some of us know how to show up. <laughs> Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. The biggest storyline in the league headed into All-Star Weekend was the implosion of the Nets. With Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant both having asked for a trade request, granted before the trade deadline, they were asked about players asking out of their current teams before media availability on the All-Star game. I don't think it's bad for the league. It's bringing more eyes to the league. More people are more excited. The tweets that I got and the the the, the news hits that we got from me being traded, Kyrie being traded, just bring more attention to the league. And that's really what makes you money is when you get more attention. So um, I think it's great for the league, to be honest. Teams been trading players and making acquisitions for a long time. Now when a player can, you know, uh, kind of dictate where he wants to go and leaving free agency or demand a trade is just part of the game now. So I don't think it's a bad thing. It's bringing more and more excitement um, to the game. What's a bad situation and why doesn't anybody have the ability to ask for trades? That's what, that's my question. It's just, when did it become terrible to make great business decisions for yourself and your happiness and your peace of mind? Not every employer you're going to get along with. So if you have a chance to go somewhere else and you're doing it legally, then I don't, I don't think there's a problem with it. Now, this entire panel up here has been traded 13 times in our <laughs> career, right? You've got a few. You've got, got a the few. Most. I've got the most because I played 17 years, so they were just tossing me around like there was nothing going on. But, Danny, I want to know your reaction to hearing that Kevin Durant believes that this can be good for the league and then listening to what Kyrie also had to say. Well, I spoke about it earlier. I think it's good in entertainment value because, you know, people love drama. There's a reason why people love reality TV. Now the league is starting to become more reality TV. Now you can look at that in a good light or you can look at it in a bad light. For me as a fan, as a player, I'm not a big fan of the negative or the dramatic effect of it, but I do agree that guys should be able to move or ask for trades when things aren't going well. If they're in a situation where it didn't pan out the way you expect it to, and this, this sense of KD, mm. he was in a situation where he thought things were going to go well with certain players, certain other players asked for trades before he asked out. So in this scenario, it makes sense for him to ask for a trade when, or jump ship when things didn't go, out, go or didn't portray the way that the organization led him to believe it would happen for those five years he'd be there. Yeah, no, that's tough. And, and speaking of like a reality show, Tristan, uh, I want... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I could. He teed me up. Yeah, that's he my, did. He uh, did. Yeah, that's my RJ, I love you. We, 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 yeah, we'll we'll keep it that for us. Yeah, we're, we're good. good. Okay. Oh so, so you understand that. You, you were on the Cavs when they traded Kyrie. You have been a part, and you have seen a lot of transitions in your time in the league. Do you believe that this is good to allow for players to move upon request? Yeah, because I think the, the problem is that, listen, no trades go through without the ownership approval. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a misconception in media, in our league, in basketball, and sports in general. Everyone thinks that the players can say, hey, trade me to Phoenix. And it's like, okay, you can go do it. No, no. The owners have to approve it. Joe Sy has to call James Jones, and he has to stamp it. And I think it's because just because Michael Jordan stayed with the Bulls his whole career, <laughs> that's not the blueprint for, yeah. for, for, for sports or our league. And I think people are upset because KD has his own platform, the boardroom. Guys are developing their own voice to say what they want to do and it's rubbing people the wrong way just because it's not what the guys before us did. Yeah, okay, but there's also the question of you sign a contract, you make a commitment to a team, they build around you, and then it's very destructive when you ask for a trade, especially when you're a player. I got this that, one. You know where I'm about to go. Status. You know okay. where I'm about to go, Ramona. Okay. Wait, wait. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something. Okay. A very powerful player agent once told me, the deal is over when the talent said it's over. 
Okay? Mm. When the talent says it's over, the deal's over. And we have seen a couple instances where the deal said, the, the talent says it's over. Kobe Bryant said, I'm done. Trade me. Trade me to Pluto. And the Lakers looked around. They thought about trading him to the Bulls. But then they, they said, you know what? We just can't. We can't do that. We can't get enough back for you. Kevin Durant did that. They, they, they looked around. They said, we can't get enough back for you. Very rarely does it ever work out long term. Yeah. It worked out for Kobe Bryant and the Lakers. It did not work out for the Nets. Because usually when a player of that ilk says, I'm done, they're done. I, well, I, just I, a matter sorry, of time. Jump in here, Dan. A guy like Kevin Durant, I feel like he's more of an old school type of guy. I think yeah, he can still is. figure it out and still play. I think the, the reason why, yeah, because the, the stuff that he, they built around him started to fall apart. It wasn't him falling apart. The, the, mm. the, things that they, the pieces they moved to make him the team that he liked was not there anymore. So he was like, all right, this is not what we said was going to happen, what we're going to do. So it's time for me to move to another situation. They sent him to a place where he wanted to be, but necessarily it doesn't always happen the way like Tristan said. Uh, but yeah, for him, even if he stayed there, I think he would have made do. And they have good pieces. They have a lot of wings. They have good defense. Yeah. I think he would have been a good fit and still made it work regardless. And that, that may not be the case Okay, for but everybody. the pieces you're talking about is Kyrie Irving, right? I mean, that's 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 what fell apart. James he got hurt. Who got traded. Okay. And they got Ben Simmons. So there's a couple of pieces that were moved. All of them now, there, there, there's two. And, and, and me and Momo, we talked about this before. There's a Blake Griffin story. There's a Blake Griffin story here. Yep. Blake Griffin basically made the Clippers relevant over the course of his yep. career. He made them must-see TV. He was the rookie of the year. He was an all-star. He did everything that this organization asked him to do. He re-signed with them after being a free agent. This was his third contract. They threw a party they for him. They threw a party for him. And they said, <laughs> we're going to continue to build. Your name's going to uh. hang up in that Raptors. We're going to do every single thing we can to continue building this around Blake Griffin because Blake Griffin was L.A. And what did they do? He signed a five-year contract, and they traded him two years later. Or right, no, no, the same the year. Same the same year. Same year. Six months. The same year. Six, six, months, later. six months later, they traded him. So that's not brought up in any conversation. No one's talking about that, where you have a superstar player that is committed to L.A., that's committed to the franchise, that has been there from the start. And there are more of these stories out there. We just want to focus, because a lot of times it's always blame the players, blame the players. Well, a lot of times, in my opinion, and these owners are responsible for the situation. The reason why we are here and there is so much, you know, trading and moving of players is because teams did not want to give players six-year contracts, seven-year contracts. That's what it was when I came into the league. Yep. And then eventually they were like, well, we want to give you guys four-year contracts. Well, if you got a four-year contract and you get to opt out after three, that means every three years players can move willingly. So if you've decided in year one or year two that you're not coming back, that's a very small amount of time to be like, you can either trade me, but I'm not re-signing here. So I, I think that as much as we want to focus in on the players, as much as we want to focus in on everything, it's owners, it's teams, and it's players. It's not just players because history will tell us that. But still to come is the dunk contest back. Our crew picks their favorite dunks from All-Star Weekend Saturday night when we return NBA Today, hosted by yours truly. That was the best one. Can you do that? Can I do that? In my time. In my time, yeah. (laughs) I used to do a two-handed reverse swing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. You've all been waiting for it. We've got to talk about the dunk contest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? We do got to talk about the contest. Are we going to put up mine? Put up mine. Put up my, put put up my dunk. Show up my clip. Show up my dunk. Come on now. That boy. Young boy. Woo. Look, I have muscle. I'm good. I, well, I actually had a little hair in my really bangs. I was growing my bangs out right there. Ooh. Woo, let's wow, go. Where'd you guys right get there. this full? See? Remember the reverse oh, windmill? Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't reversing Where's the way that I Glory wanted. Where's that Glory Day song? Well, I know. Come on. We, we can do a little bit. Day. Okay, okay, now. Let's get this dunk contest. Oh. Yes. But let me just say this. Let me say this. The streets of Atlanta won. The street, look, MJ there, <laughs> Dominique. <laughs> the streets of Atlanta won. I, I was hanging out too much. I was doing Wait, too much. Were you trying to do elbow in the rim? Because only like your wrist. Yeah, it, it didn't really go the way I had planned it. I did not see your head above the rim. No, 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 no. Again, I stand by this. This is one thing that everybody needs to know. The streets of Atlanta will win. And that's one of the things, right? Like, like Salt Lake All-Star City. All-Star Weekend got you. All-Star yeah. Weekend got me. But at least you played. Yeah, better, at least you competed. Better men have fallen than me. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> now that we on can, the challenge. Now that we can get to the actual dunk contest, not that standard definition we just watched. <laughs> Four heavyweights take flight. The AT&T Slam Dunk. Okay, that's how you start a gun contest right there. That's a good He might be the best in-game dunker of these guys. Welcome to the NBA! <laughs> he's the star of stars tonight. He's got to come up with something spectacular next. And it's over, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, we have witnessed a star being born tonight. Oh, we got a lot of good dunks here. All I know is that this was a very strong lineup. Maybe not the biggest names that we had ever seen, but we got a strong, strong lineup. So, I, you look, I, I, look, we're back here. We got our crew. I want to know what was your favorite dunks of the – because now you don't have to go with Mac. We've all seen yeah. Mac, but there were some good ones. Danny. Oh, Danny, which one? Which I, one do you mean, think? I think so. you know, I'm just joking, Danny. Okay. Should I stand next to Max? So bring on ladies first. Bring on ladies first. I'm just messing with <laughs> Ramona, what was your favorite dunk you of know the what? contest? Listen, everybody's going to say Mac because he was Mac. But, yeah. but Trey was good. Trey was very and any good. Of the year, I think Trey was going to win. And the Jose Alvarado dunk? Okay. That was that was a good dunk. dunk. Okay, let's see it. Let's see it. Oh, he got, he got Alvarado. Shout out the MVP right there. Ooh, okay. Okay, that was a nice little, nice I hope little he bounce. Ends again next year. Yeah, Good. it's like, what are they doing? The timing of that. Ooh, that's and with ease. See, that was something. If you do it with ease, they add a little sexiness to it. Okay, now Tristan. Well, I, you know we said we can't do Mac, but I'm picking Mac. Of course, I'm picking of Mac. Course, of I got course. Instagram, and I've been watching him since high school. Find <laughs> <laughs> this clip. It's beautiful. Look at that. Let me see this one. Off the backboard. Off the backboard. <laughs> like it is tough to see someone that is as tall as Momo jump over two people. Seriously. Tap it off the glass and reverse it. Okay. He just, he just the guy didn't even have to bend his head. Look, he didn't even get out the Look way. Look at that. Oh, no. He is elite, elite athleticism. Now, Athletic. I have to go with somebody I thought was underrated because I'm an underrated player myself. 
I'm gonna go with Sims. I think his dunk yeah. was underrated. Not because I mean people said it was boring, but I just think the height on that's look every how time tall he, he got jumps, he's looking into the rim. So if you see his face and his fro at the top of the square, I was Ooh. like, wow, those never. The height he gets that. on this is always impressive, and it, 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 it always freaks me. I'm like, yo, he jumped like the fact that he way over the rim. Well, he didn't get the, the fact that he gets at least he got one upper torso yeah, like. That. I don't think people understand the difficulty on these dunks because because some of the you know the big men they don't get yeah. the love. But mine, let me show you mine. This was mine because as as the the resident dunker here, this thing here is ridiculously difficult. Yes. Wow. He does. I, look, I'm not even talking about the 540 because he could have done a 541 hand. Look at this. Yep. Look at that. Almost spilled her yak on that $200 suit that D Wade was wearing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on now. The OGs jumped up. Everybody loved it, Dominique. He's still judging. Uh, and when Trey Murphy knew, was like, oh, yeah, you know what? All right, all right, I'll give it to you. When your competition is looking yeah. at you like, okay, okay. You did on then, the first one, too. Yeah, That's absolutely. what was great about this dunk contest. Everybody dunk. nailed it the first dunk. And, and look, there were some specialties. But look, he's almost a YouTube dunker yep. at this point in time. Yeah. This man can do some of the crazy stuff. But we had our own Malika Andrews with Mac. Take a listen. On your final dunk, when you land, you gave us a flavor of it is over a la Vince Carter. Vince Carter is our colleague. What was what was going through your mind in that moment? Yeah, I think I was watching a lot of Vince Carter because I don't even know what, something just came over me. I don't even feel like that was me who did it, but um, no, it was it was a lot of fun, fun out there for sure. What's your message to Vince? Because I know he's going to be watching this probably as an analyst on the show. Oh man, I'm very appreciative of him and everything he's done for this game. And you know, he's a, he's a huge inspiration to me. For you, this has been the dunk contest of something that has been scrutinized time and time again as something that can't get big names anymore or that maybe should be moved on past. How do you feel when people are now saying, oh, Mac McClung, he resurrected the dunk contest? Oh, man, I don't know if that's true, but I preach those are kind words. Um, I really just had a lot of help and a lot of fun, um, a lot of friends and Chuck and all them who helped me with the ideas. For you, the prize money for this, it actually means something. Do you know what you're going to do with it? Most definitely. Uh, no, I don't know. I'll probably just invest it and, uh, you know, um, stay solid, not, not go crazy with anything. Last but certainly not least, we all got to see just a, a taste of what you're able to do, of what your skill level is. But what do you want all the NBA executives, folks who are in and around the league, the decision makers who are watching you tonight to know? Yeah, I mean, I really encourage them to watch the G League. G League. You know, I feel like I've been a real overall player with my stats and, you know, how our team's doing. But there's a lot of people in the G League I feel like maybe deserve the same light. So I'm very grateful I got it. And, um, you know, I hope I re represented them well. Well, let me tell you this, Mac. You represented them extremely well. You represented Philly, yourself, the dunk contest, the NBA. You did an outstanding job. Momo, okay. where, what, what happens with Mac now? We know he, we know his talent. his expectations up. a little bit. Okay. He's probably going to be going back and forth between the G League and Philly. There's, Philly obviously has a lot of really good guards. But I ended up talking to Kobe Carlo, coaches him in the G League, and he said he's a worker, he's professional, he wants to be in the NBA by any means necessary. That might be it. Yeah. yeah. Give him a little sign. Yeah. They got Get a lot of guards in Philly. Back in the game. Look, and look, he's well, going to have to defend his contest. We just hope it's not with like a Craig Hodges, like NBA jersey style. But look, this man was doing a lot of merch. There's a lot of merch. Look, the top 25 <laughs> trending searches related to the 76ers over the past week were all about Mac McClung and the NBA slam dunk contest. That was today's search trend provided by Google. Now, still to come on NBA Today, my man, T-Top, helps me present the top of the top best moments from the All-Star Game and the weekend and everything Salt Lake. Stay tuned.
starts in the classroom. It starts with our young kids. And if you start early with education, you know, and start to understand why, you know, why certain people are the way they are, their traditions, where they come from, what their family history is like. You know, I think that's that's ultimately the, the biggest way to create that change and ultimately get to, to peace. Now, Donovan Mitchell showed out last night in his former city. He had 40 points, 10 dimes, four boards. Would have won MVP if it wasn't for Jason Tatum. So let's get to some more top of the top from the All-Star Weekend. It is presented to you by Jameson. Had a couple of those. Yes, sir. Dame Dollar. Look at Buddy Hill. Jersey. Buddy Hill's like, I'm supposed to be a Laker, and now I'm going to watch Dame Dollar <laughs> take the three-point contest from me. How hard is it, Danny? It is hard. I actually had to get the racks out before to practice it. The first time I did it, I was terrible at it. Um, so it takes Just time. the first time? It, yeah. <laughs> first time. First time. But I'm glad for Dame. Last time he was in it, I think I was in it. I lost to him, and I actually was going to wear the Carolina jersey because it was in Charlotte that year. I'm now, glad he brought out the Weber stage jersey. Now, look at this. We got Zion Williamson in the Oh, my bad. That's not Zion. That's DK Metcalf. The dude was a monster. Like, everybody, look at this. Athletic Look at this. Yeah. He's just a, a like he was he was trying to win the MVP, which he did. I swear, if I would have had a little bit of wind and would have played about ten more minutes, I might have got it. But that thing, that man is strong. It was impressive. Oh, Shout no. out DK Metcalf. He was also, but one of the other guys that stole the show was Deuce. Was Look at Deuce. Deuce. This dude, he's got all the game. Oh, is he gonna dunk on Malika? Wow, the ball matches Malika's orange. What is going on? Malika's got a new best friend everywhere she goes. It's no big deal. Okay, I see hey, you, Deuce. New Jordan Bank commercial with Deuce and JT. Yes, that man, we, Deuce. We got to work on your short game, man. Hit him with a little floater. But <laughs> Malika was having fun. Look, hey guys, more NBA today. Back in 60 seconds. NBA Today is presented by Levi's, celebrating 150 years of the 501 gene. Look, man, at the end of the day, you got to be ready for anything. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Richard Jefferson, thanks for coming aboard. NBA All-Star Celebrity Game. That's a deep V right there. I'm going to be really honest. Guillermo's in better shape than I am. Watch out, watch out for the train. We got Zion Williams. He got oh, it's, it's about to get crowded out here. We need an extra official. Oh, 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 okay. I know exactly what I'm doing. Richard. I've never liked you, and you're about to find that out, D-Wade. <laughs> we are a team, Mark. I didn't have the right angle. You guys get ripping like Mark Davis. No. <laughs> I'm Mike Sumbro. Float game. He's shooting. You gotta stay in your box, coach. You know what? I'm letting him play. Unlock a legend. Hey, you got shorts on under there, bro? Let's go, RJ. Oh. More nervous to play than I was to rap, and that says something. Richard, okay, Rich. Enough, okay. Two minutes to go. RJ, oh! This man is okay, Rich. a week off <laughs> from the job. He's done for the week. Right, it's over. I was hoping that I did enough to get a 10 day. I didn't know you was coming back. You all sweaty and funky. You could have stayed over there. Oh, you're so <laughs> sweet. I commentated, I played, I rapped, I did it all. What else do you want me to do? What else do you want me to do? 
Did you guys see me and Albert Pujols? Everybody has, always asked me what my hair would look like if I grew, grew it out. I would look like Albert Pujols. Albert. Yeah, Albert Pujols. What'd you guys think? What'd you guys think of my performance? You still look good, man. It's like you still got it. Yeah. That's some RJ. Maybe five, five, ten minutes, but not. Five, ten minutes. Like, yeah, you know, it, it, it's hard to keep it together. I was grinding a little bit. I didn't know you could still dunk. Let me Probably. say, you know what? It's the volleyball Manhattan Beach. We'll there get you, you out there. You're the new resident. Keep the knees loose. Keep the knees loose. But look, it was so much fun. I got to do a little bit more. I got to play in a two-on-two charity contest. Look, my guy Cam Wilder was balling. Cam was nice. He, he, look, he was impressive. I had to show the little, little, little young fella something. But my guy Zach TTG, we were nice. Look at that. We won. Y'all thought the basketball was done? We was winning big checks. Man, I was happy Gilmore out in that bad boy. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to make sure that I thank everybody that helped us today. I want to thank Danny, T-Top, Momo, everybody. It was a great all-star weekend. We will see y'all tomorrow. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.